This is the third Sunday of Lent, and you're listening to the Gospel of the Lord in the homily of Reverend Angelo Satino, pastor of Nativity of Our Lord Parish in Warminster, Pennsylvania. you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some people told Jesus about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with the blood of their sacrifices. Jesus said to them in reply, do you think that because these Galileans suffered this way, they were greater sinners than all other Galileans? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 people who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think they were more guilty than everyone else who lived in Jerusalem? By no means. But I tell you, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And he told them this parable. There once was a person who had a fig tree planted in his orchard. And when he came in search of fruit on it, but found none, he said to the gardener, For three years now I have come in search of fruit on this fig tree, but have found none. So cut it down. Why should it exhaust the soil? He said to him in reply, Sir, leave it for this year also, and I shall cultivate the ground around it and fertilize it. It may bear fruit in the future. If not, you can cut it down. The Gospel of the Lord. In my position as pastor of this parish, I wear many hats. Some I like better than others. Some look better on me than others and fit better. But as a priest of Jesus Christ, my role is to teach and sanctify. To teach you who God is and how we relate to him. So that you can have a faith relationship with him because you know him and understand him. And to sanctify you through the grace of the sacraments. In the first reading today, Moses is leading the Israelites, and God is with them, and had been. But Moses sees this bush burning, and he approaches, because he wants to see, why is this bush burning, and it's not disintegrating? And so he begins to approach the bush, and all of a sudden, God says, Moses, come no closer. Take off your sandals. For this is holy ground. Holy ground. Why is it holy ground? Because God was present in a special way in that burning bush. And so he was preparing Moses for an an encounter with the holy. This is holy ground. Where is your holy ground? 
Sometimes there are things that we possess and we tell people don't go near them because they're so precious to us, it's almost like they're holy. Another example would be sometimes the graves of our loved ones. If someone does something on those graves or by those graves that we think is disrespectful, we are appalled because we count that as sacred holy ground. My brothers and sisters, this is holy ground. Because when we come into this church, we come into a special presence of God where if we take off everything that burdens us and focus on whose presence we are in, we encounter God. Now, if you just come here to fulfill an obligation, if you come here with no thought, then this is not holy ground to you. It's just some place you go. But I am saying to you, this is holy ground. Because we encounter God in a special way. And if we listen carefully to the readings, we are instructed about God and how we are to relate to him. Do we listen to the readings? And then, through the grace of the sacrament of the Eucharist, we are sanctified by that Holy One, by God, in the person of Jesus in the Eucharist. In the Gospel, the people were saying to Jesus, how about those Galileans whose, whose blood Pilate mixed with their own sacrifices? Pilate had them killed. And their blood was mixed with the sacrifices they were offering up. And how about those people that the tower fell on in Siloam? And Jesus says to them, because those things happened, do you think their sins were worse than yours? In other words, do you think they were punished for their sins because those things happened? I remember a conversation when I was a kid. It's always stuck in my mind, this conversation. I was probably about 12 years old. And I listened to adults talking. And someone asked about someone. The person was very sick. And one of the adults said, he's paying for the way he lived his life. Imagine that. Sometimes we think that. People's sufferings come from God because he's punishing them for their sins. Jesus says, no way were they greater sinners than you. And if you don't repent, you could end up the same way as them. As a priest, I often hear people say just the opposite. Oh, Father, look at me. I'm having a crisis of faith. I'm so good. He's so good. She's so good. And look at what happened to them. Look at what God did to them. Another fallacy that we live with. Do we know God? Do we take time to recognize when we are in the presence of the holy? When we are on holy ground... 
do we allow ourselves to be taught who God is, what Jesus was about? God does not send sickness, suffering, and death to people. Jesus came to overcome sin and death, to conquer evil in this world. If you remember... It's, it's the uh, season of Lent, and we celebrate the stations of the cross during Lent. When Jesus stood before Pilate in that first station, Pilate said, Are you a king? And Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. No, because this is a broken world. Evil is part of this world. Suffering, sickness, pain... Confusion, worry, death, they weren't sent by God. Jesus came to deliver us from those things. But we screw up royally our understanding of God. Someone we don't like, good. God's giving them what they deserve. Someone we do like, oh, look at what God did to them. That's not God. And as Jesus says, unless you repent, you could end up the same way. So what does it mean to repent? We have all kinds of ideas about what repentance means. But I'd like to just give you this example tonight. Probably you're here in church, so you're good people. You have good intentions. You want to try to know God. And you want to do right by God. And so probably many of you have little things that you've chosen to do during this Lenten season. They could vary from anything, giving up something to saying a few extra prayers to going to Mass more often. But I'm asking you, what does that do for you? How does it change you? Repent means to change, to grow, to become better. Read in a commentary, and it went into the idea of this. Our gyms, our places of athletic activity, and all kinds of things are very popular today. And most people who are in those places are very proud of themselves, mostly about how pretty they look how muscular they are. I remember when my parents in their 70s, uh, about one in September and one in April, each had open heart surgery, six months apart, four bypasses. So when it was over, the insurance paid for them to go to an exercise program at Nazareth Hospital for people with heart conditions. And they went. My parents had never been in a gym in their lives. But they went to this program. Why? To look pretty? No. Because they knew their health and well-being depended on it. And so they went to the gym and the program at the hospital. And they did the exercises and they actually enjoyed it all. And it was all because, not because they were going to look prettier in their 70s, 
but because they were going to be healthy. Our world is like crazy about appearance. Pretty people, muscular people, beautiful people. You might notice I'm not real impressed with all that. Look at me. (laughs) But are we as concerned about our health and well-being? I would say most people who go to a gym that don't need to be there are more proud of their strength and how good they look than they are about talking about, I'm being healthy. People who go because there is a problem and they recognize the problem and they want to be healthy go with no thought of outward appearance. They go for their inner well-being and health. And that's what we should be thinking about with repentance. Doesn't matter that I have the willpower not to eat what I said I wasn't going to eat. Doesn't matter whether I take the time and I'm proud of myself because I say all the prayers I I promised to say during Lent. Doesn't even matter if I go to Mass more often and pat myself on the back. If those things are not changing us inwardly and teaching us more about who God is and how do we relate to him. That world out there sends us all kinds of mixed messages about God and our faith in him. So what do we do for our real spiritual health? Not for appearance and not for good feelings, but to really change ourselves inwardly and spiritually. Many people even adult Catholics who have practiced their faith all their lives still don't understand who God is and what Jesus was about. So I'd like to say this to you. When you're thinking about what to do for the Lord during Lent. When was the last time you read a spiritual book? When was the last time you attended one of our adult faith formation programs? When was the last time you read one of the documents of the church? People will stand up and say, I don't agree with this and I don't agree with that. It's like Congress who they get these things that they're supposed to read that are this big and don't read them and vote on them. We don't understand our faith, and sometimes we vote on it. And when it's opposition, we make our voices heard. So I'd like to say, Jesus' whole message here was repent. Change your life. Know who I am. Know what my love for you is. Know my mercy And know how to relate to me. So if you're going to pray during Lent extra prayers, make sure you understand what you're saying. If you're going to make a sacrifice, think about how that sacrifice is changing you inwardly. 
If you're going to go to Mass more often, go more attentively. Listen to the readings. Be taught who God is and how you are to relate to him. My brothers and sisters, the story that Jesus tells about the tree that was bearing no fruit, and the master says, cut it down. You're not dead yet, and I'm not dead yet. So God is saying, hoe around it a little bit more. Give it some more water. Feed it. Help it to grow so that it can bloom and blossom the way I intended. God gives us that time. What do we do with it?